Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Saturday, April 10th, and it's been a while since we've done an NBA podcast, but there are some, there's some absolute blasphemy uh, traversing oh, yeah. over the internet, so we need to talk about some... Yeah, I mean, welcome I mean, to the ding, cat ding, store. Ding. What kind of cat the, would you the like? The sirens are going off, because <laughs> there is some absolute nonsense going around the internet. So, so... Um... So yeah, ESPN. Our friends at ESPN. <laughs> the wonderful people at ESPN released a list uh, the other day ranking the top twenty-five players under twenty-five, and this might this might be the if you. I need to collect just, myself here because they, they, the they, people that made this list, with all due respect, should probably NBA lose games. their jobs. Yeah, should, should this is this is next level. Im- this is embarrassed. Like this is an embarrassing list. Bro, you put this together with a to me right now. with a with a straight face, and we're like, yeah, uh, you know, I think that's uh, I think that's accurate, and I think that's uh, a fair ranking. This is bad. This list is terrible. The thing this is, is this is the list of somebody that follows basketball via like on Twitter. Yeah, but <laughs> like no, not, not even on Twitter. House like of highlights. Yeah, they only follow House of Highlights and this is their Twitter rankings. This is oh this is one of the worst lists ever. Yeah. Hey, the only one that we're not going to argue is number, this is number one. one. They got number yeah. one. They got <laughs> number, number one. Right? That I, you know, that one's not that arguable. Yeah. I whew, it falls so off a cliff of all, from there. Couple things. There are more guys than you realize that are under 25 oh, with yes. the prevalence of international guys and one and done. So I I looked up so I have some, you know, extra ammunition. I looked up all Other the players who in the NBA 25. that are 25 or younger and I wrote down the significant ones, all right? And there are some glaring glaring misses here. This this list yeah. is terrible. Yeah. They so definitely like we're just like who it, the gets recency the best bias. On t- well, and also like who gets the best ratings on TV and social Ooh. media? Who gets the most yeah, clicks? On like, the the recency bias in this list is also just through the roof, through the roof. Yeah. So let, let let's go through this list, shall we? And yeah. and pick right, it apart. Right. We going bottom up? We going top down? We're gonna probably start. We're better. gonna start at number one. Yeah, probably top down is better in this case. All right. So number one, we're Luka gonna spend about three seconds fine. on this one. It's Luca. No argument. You're not gonna hear any arguments from us. That's fine. He's Luca, correct. Gonna be a good job. MVP candidate. Good job. Yeah, you done. you yeah. got one. Good job. <laughs> number two, Zion. Zion Williamson. This is Listen. such a dis. This is so disrespectful to like. Listen. Ten players on this list. Listen. I'm not saying I'm not gonna go as far as to say ten guys, but for a guy like, does he have insane individual ability? Sure, but his team is very bad. We don't know how his skills contribute to winning. And when you want to be this high up on the list, where the only guy higher than you is the greatest prospect since LeBron James, you. You got to do a little bit more. Like, I'm looking down at four, 
five. Like I'm seeing Donovan Mitchell below him. I'm seeing Tatum below him. I'm seeing even like as much as we bang on Ben Simmons, like I'm seeing like Ben Simmons below him, Devin Booker. I, you know, it's just like there's a couple guys here who can have an argument to I, be higher than him. Zion obviously is deserving to be on this list, but to put him at two is, I mean, that's just flat out. That's laughable. That's really. If it was up to me, he'd probably be like four or five. I'd put him closer to like eight or nine. Yeah. Gonna the be third one is the dumbest one probably this one, on the this, whole list. This, this is, is this so is up bad. there with the worst. This is, this the is, worst this is so bad. This is where we talk about House of Highlights. Okay. And, and LaMelo Ball bias. at number three. LaMelo Ball at number He's three. played like 30 games. Stop. And his stats aren't even like that insane for like and, compared and, to some of the other guys on this list. I... The the description of this list is is like which players have the the highest future potential, right? Even still, Lamelo is not he's not no he's no. not three. No. I don't even know if he's top ten. No, this is and the just, thing is I mean he gets how, credit for being the best, but that because that draft is so bad that he gets the credit for being like the good player out of that draft. People forget like the Donovan Mitchell like. Tatum, Lonzo draft, like how insane that draft was, and like how many nasty Even players Luka's came draft. out of that draft. Even Luca's draft, honestly, because you had Aiton, like, Luca, Trey Young. Those three Trae right Young. there are already better than the players in in Lamelo's yeah, draft. Yeah, and like I don't like the whole like oh we're projecting out because it's like you don't know. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, don't know, and don't I can know. tell you right now, Lamelo Ball, it's it's, it's just. He's played 30 games. Even if he had, even if he was putting up 30, 30 and 10, it's right? Like you can't. You, I just, you have to put have him three kind of... is ridiculous. Yeah. Because guess what? Anthony yeah, Edwards the... is arguably having a better statistical season and is playing every game, albeit it's because LaBelle's injured. I get it. But well, Anthony Edwards is 19th sucks. on this list. Like, you can't tell me one over the other when it's just no. so. And I'm not big on, like, projecting out that much because for everybody that's you know because again there have been so many guys that have had like insane rookie seasons and then they just never take that next step i mean i'm not saying this is like a fair comparison they play different positions they play different styles but I'm, anybody remember like jaleel okafor jaleel okafor his rookie year averaged like 18 and 10 right for the sixers and now like that dude is lucky to get minutes in the nba Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Obviously, I do believe Lamelo Ball is a far, far superior prospect. Yeah. But to project out like that, right? In in someone's first year, like you don't think people are going to go out next year and be like, "Well, now we know what Lamelo Ball can do. Let's figure out how to stop him." Oh, right. Like I just. And it, also, like I'm, I'm so... sick and tired of using the numbers argument because I'm sorry, everybody's numbers are inflated these days. Everybody's numbers are inflated. The amount of guys who average 20 points a game now, like average players average 20 points a game these days. 15 years ago, if you averaged like 20 points a game, you were probably one of like the 10 top scorers in the league in any given season. Now it's like random dudes average 20 20 points a game because usage rates are so much higher. Shooting percentages are so much higher. The defense isn't where it used to be. The pace of the games is so high. So I'm not trying to hear he averaged historic numbers for a 19-year-old because, okay, two years from now, someone else is going to come in the league and average historic numbers for a 19-year-old. We've seen that the trend is going to be that those kind of statistical numbers are going to get 
continuously to get broken, continue to get pushed to a higher level. So just to use that as an argument is like, man, and he's not even the best player on his own team. So I'm not trying to hear because listen, there are other players down on this list further down who are clearly the best player on this team, on their teams. And LaMelo is not the best player on his own team. Again, put him at like 10. Don't put him at three above Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum, who are like proven all NBA level guys. Speaking of that, yeah, I mean, four and five are Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum got to be looking at this and just being like, excuse me? <laughs> Jason Tatum just dropped 53 and 10 the other night. Donovan Mitchell Casual. has taken his team to the playoffs two straight years. Yeah, I mean, like, exactly. give me a break. Both of these guys live in the playoffs. This is ridiculous. Donovan is ridiculous. Mitchell's having a career. Like, he's getting better every year. On, and he's on a playoff team, and he's the best player on said playoff team. Like, Stop with this nonsense. De'Aaron Fox is stuck on a garbage team, but he's better than he's better than Lamelo. I would argue that. Yeah. All the casuals, all, all the basketball casuals would would be like, "Oh no, Lamelo Ball is way better than De'Aaron Fox." Excuse me. Have you watched basketball? Lamelo's is a great player. I think he's going to be a great player. De'Aaron Fox is also a very good like, player. I do, I do think it's possible that Lamelo will be better than De'Aaron Fox in the future. He's definitely not better right now, though. No chance. I mean, people forget that De'Aaron Fox has had, like, multiple 40-point NBA games. Like, playing for the Kings, right? Which has to be said, like, you play for the Kings. Uh, ben Simmons, as much as we hate him, he's on this list. Seven no, I mean, he's, yeah, is he's, fine, he's whatever. Fine. You know, seven, he's, I don't care. Anywhere between seven and ten. So, right, fine. Devin Booker, so disrespected. Devin Booker really? should be up with Tatum and Donovan Mitchell. Yes. I feel like the knock against Devin Booker is that his team sucked until Chris Paul showed up. That's that's the knock I against guess, Devin Booker. I guess. Compared but, to like Tatum and Donovan Mitchell. I guess. I, I mean, but, he's but, better than obviously LaMelo, obviously. But I don't, I mean, he's probably better than Ben Simmons too. I'd probably switch him and Ben Simmons and put LaMelo below both of them. Yeah, I'd put Zion below Devin Booker, straight up. That's fair. I mean... You could argue that they're both kind of empty stat dudes. I'd say here's the thing with Bam. Uh, yeah, I think this is fair. I think Bam. Like, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I just think there are people that should jump him though. Like I think Shea Gilders Alexander at ten is also extremely disrespectful. He's the best player on his team now, albeit the team's terrible. But also that team's personnel might be the worst among all the players in front of him. I mean, he has to do so much. He's, he's just, this list is just so, so bad. And again, I mean, another guy, another guy from that Doncic draft, right? Who people are going to say like, oh, well, he's not even the best player in his own draft class. <laughs> yeah, because that draft class is insane. Yeah, has generational right? I mean, talent. The, 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 we don't know if the LaMelo class will have more than like two all-stars in it ever, Right. That that Luca draft already has two. You could argue Aiton will someday be a third, and probably Gilgis Alexander as well, and maybe even another guy from that draft, right? Mm. Um, Brandon Ingram is too high on this list. Sorry. Uh, looking below him, and we have J- Jalen and Jamal See, Murray. See, Brandon Ingram and John to Morant me is is Trey so confu- like he's so confusing because he's he is really good. But I don't want to give him a higher ranking. But at the same time, I also still feel like he might have the edge on Zion as being the best player in that team. 
I guess. I just like the thing is like Zion again. It's the argument of like, oh well, his stats are great, but like, what really does he do? He just does layups, dunks, and like plays physical. Well, people physical-ish hate this, but I mean, defense. he's Blake Griffin, dude. Oh yeah, no, I know, but but it's I like mean, Brandon Ingram. He's maybe a little bit more inconsistent because Zion puts up you know the same numbers every night because he does the same thing. Yeah. Right. But like, am I more impressed by what Brandon Ingram does versus what what Zion does? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is a he is a good. Uh, he's a better offensive player. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of like being able to I'm, shoot I'm just a and like more versatile, but that like with his physical tools, he hasn't become like an elite defender. It always seems like he's on the edge of doing it too. And then he just doesn't. Do well, it. <laughs> well, he he'll have like a two week stretch where he's like you know the best blocking thing since, everything. Well, he's yeah. the best thing since sliced bread and. Everybody's talking about, like, oh my gosh, Brendan Ingram is, like, making that move to becoming, you know, just a complete animal. And then yeah. and then he just seems to, like, go quiet. Like, I have heard nothing about Brendan Ingram this year. And, like, his stats are good. But, like, I just, he's not on a good team. And I just, I mean, I don't want to put him higher than, than where he's at for sure. Yeah. It's so confusing. Jalen Brown's better than him. Jalen oh, Brown's and getting Jamal a little Murray bit disrespect. And, yeah, Jalen Brown... Yeah, Jalen Brown will be on the all defensive team probably, and is he's going to be on the all defensive team, or at least he should, while averaging like twenty five a game on almost fifty percent shooting, four assists, and like over a steal and a block per game. Mm-hmm. Because Jason Tatum is so insane offensively, and just obviously like a slightly better pro- uh, prospect, you could argue. People act like Jalen Brown isn't like a lock to be an all star for the next decade, like <laughs> completely. Yeah. Right? Jamal Murray, too. Jamal Murray, because he plays in the West and there are so many good guards in the West, Jamal Murray scored 50 without taking a free throw. He also did did anybody watch the playoffs last year where he was, you know, going nuclear night in, night out, came back. Jamal Murray is so disrespected. Made a series with the Lakers. I mean,. There are people, and I will not call Here's them insane, the thing: you like, could argue Jamal Murray's better than Devin Booker. I mean, Jamal yeah, Murray's insane. I would entertain that argument. But here's the thing. At what point does future potential equal current potential, right? Like, yeah. Like, because Jamal Murray is right now... Currently being awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't get it. Like, how can you, how can you rank a guy lower on a list who's doing things, like, actual things that matter right now than a guy that yeah he just got to the league but hasn't done anything by the way i get you're trying to rate it on future potential he has the highest total win shares of anybody on this list you could say okay a lot of that because is because of nikola Jokic, but still i mean that has to count for something he's definitely the number two guy on that team and when your number one guy is nikola Jokic, any of these dudes except for luka would be the number two guy on that team if your number one guy is Nicole, I, yeah, Jamal Murray might be the most disrespected guy in this list. Although I do see another guy on, down this list that. Yeah, I was about to say there's two more guys that have some words about this. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. deserves some more respect, I think. Really? Uh, you think he's better than John Morant, Trey Young? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I guess this year he is having like a nutty season. I just he think didn't improve a lot. He also, if we're going based on this so so called future potential thing. His, oh, yeah, I mean, his size, yeah, yeah, his physical, physical size offers him the ability to be way more of like just a kind of enigma in the NBA. But he's just again, I'm also using the the 
the example of okay, well, their team actually his team's actually good, and I know he he obviously got the luxury of being drafted to a team that's all already a playoff team. But he helps them. But I mean, he also no like way, is a yeah. huge difference maker on that team. Oh yeah, right. So I'll give him the edge over them for that. Ja, I mean, I think Ja's mad disrespected, bro. He's I, I think he's a Memphis little bit, right but now. also he's carrying Memphis. I, I I agree with you, but I also think that at some point you have to factor in that he's also already missed a ton of games with injury, and he like yeah. does have a problem with like staying on the floor. But when he's on the floor, like no doubt he's he's one of the best players under t- twenty five. But also, at some point, you got to be like, all right, well, he hasn't played, you know, a ton of games yet, and also that team is still yeah. like not great. They're 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 average. They're average. They're getting there. Yeah. Uh, this Trey, is only because he can't defend anybody. Yeah. Trey Trey Young's always going to be a tough argument because he's of that. So he's so good offensively, right? Yeah. We acknowledge that, but he's such a mismatch defensively that. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to argue higher. Even though, I mean, if it was just offense, you know, I think yeah. he's way higher on this list. But McCall Bridges at seventeen is. I mean, I want to know what they were smoking when they put McCall Bridges ahead of at seventeen. <laughs> at seventeen, we got John Collins below him. We got. I mean, I get he's averaging DeAndre 13 Aiden. points this year. I get that he's he's averaging 42% from three and 53% from the field, right? I get those are all good numbers. But you can't even begin to convince me that McCall Bridges is now or has a better future potential than DeMontis Sabonis, who's ranked after him. Honestly, or John Collins, to be, to be brutal with you. Or even like... Dare I say Anthony Edwards? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. Ridiculous. What? We're talking about a a role player a on role a player. Suns yeah. team. And honestly, I discount any Suns player's offensive production 25% because of Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul is just like, he gives you an extra 25% offensive but are we, that you don't deserve. Who? What? <laughs> What is this list? Yeah, that, I don't know. And it's, okay, it's not even like he's that young. He's 24 and a half. He's, this is his third NBA season, all but right? Also, he spent, like, he's 24 and a half. So I don't even want to hear the whole, like, Zion LaMelo, that dude's like 21 or 20 years old. He's 24 and a half, okay? And he's still a role player. Honestly, ask yourself, do you ever see McCall Bridges being the number one or two guy on an elite playoff level team. <laughs> no. Because look at the guys above him. As much as we like rag on the placements of like LaMelo Zion, you could definitely see those guys being the number one or two guy on an elite playoff team in the future. Not mm-hmm. now, but in the future. For sure. No, no arguments from either of us here. McCall Bridges, no. Okay, no. Mm-hmm. Because if the argument is like, oh, well, he's going to do like the Jalen Brown approach, start out really good defensive. Jalen Brown's first season, he was 19 and averaged like similar numbers as McCall Bridges is doing now. And the next year he was a 20 point per game guy. Right. And the year after that, he was again that. And then the year after that, he was an all-star. Mm-hmm. That's not the same progression that McCall Bridges has shown. And you, I don't even want to hear that, oh, he's a great defender. There are other great defenders in this list, 
you know, Donovan Mitchell and uh, and Jalen, who and and Sabonis honestly below him as well, who can do all of that defensive stuff, maybe not at the same exact level, but offensively are on a completely different level. This is just, I mean, I got both my caps on right now, dude. <laughs> Yeah, this is absurd. Demonis Sabonis was an all-star this year. Demonis Sabonis is averaging, like, close to a triple-double. Like, please. Oh, my gosh. Demonis Sabonis is averaging 20, 11, and 6. It's like, yeah, he's not an elite rim protector, but still. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's an all-star. He's an all-star. He shouldn't be. He's not worse than a role player. He's not. But he made the all-star game multiple times. Ah, it's it's just angering me. How many how many guys on this list have made multiple all-star games? Take take a shot in the Mm. dark. (laughs) Take a shot in the dark of the number. Uh, Out of the twenty-five. Luca. Yeah. Tatum. Yeah. Uh, It's a single-digit number. That'll help you. Yeah. I mean, everyone else. Has made one, Luke, right? No, Luke, it's six guys because Devin Booker and. Um, well, but Booker's made a couple like as like a reserve, so yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess okay, I guess they count that. So six guys, even if you count the reserve appearances, six out of the twenty-five have made multiple All-Star games, and we got Demata Sabonis, who's one of those six at eighteen. Really? It's the disrespect. It's just okay. It's just, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anthony Edwards at nineteen. Honestly. Fair enough. Is, I think he's a little disrespectful. I think I think it's a little disrespectful to put again. I said it earlier. It's disrespectful to put him at nineteen and Lamelo at three. Lamelo ball at when Lamelo's <laughs> averaging like Lamelo's injured, right? So I get that he's not playing games because of that. It's not necessarily his choice. It's not his doing. It's not his fault. But Anthony Edwards is putting up statistical numbers that are comparable, Similar, if not better, better. Yeah. and also is playing the full season. I, I I just think that's Here's not fair. Obviously, I think his team's worse. Lo- that LaMelo has a better future as an NBA player in terms of like, will be a franchise star because he obviously has the playmaking ability. He's probably better defensively, yada, 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 yada. But to have that big of a gap where we're putting LaMelo ball at three ahead of like Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and we're putting Anthony Edwards below in Macau bridges and like role players. Come on, man. Like, Anthony Edwards is not going to be a role player for his entire career, as much as we bang on him for being inefficient. <sighs> Another one, DeAndre Ayton at 20. What? <sighs> DeAndre Ayton's better than McCall Bridges, and they're on the same team. The same team. So angry. Uh, They're like, oh, he averages only 15 points a game. Yeah, so does Rudy Gobert. It doesn't matter when you're a center who's that good at rebounding, that efficient, and that good defensively. Just, no. No. You really don't think DeAndre Ayton can get 20 points a game if his goal is, I'm going to go out and get 20 points a game? Really? He shoots 64% from the field. You don't think he can go out and get 20 points a game? No, but... The dude wants to do it. It makes his team win. And so he suffers a little statistically. <sighs> he takes only 10 field goal attempts per game and still gets 15 points. He has a, an offensive rating of like 116. Everybody else, be quiet. Tyrese Halliburton, next. This is, this That's is fair. fair. That's I mean, fair. it's a small sample size because this is his first year, but he is having a very good season. 
and it's a bad team. It's it's, it's just him and De'Aaron Fox essentially running the show. And um, wait, and he's not as good as De'Aaron Fox. Well, obviously, but this is fair. But I, I you know, I, I don't have a ton of arguments to that. But yeah. uh, John Collins at twenty two. I mean, John Collins kind of fits that like Blake Griffin mold, right? Yeah. Where it's like he's really just there, athleticism and dunking. Like, yeah, he yeah. he's a decent defender. Again, not. It's hard to argue the twenty that the 25 ones Jared Allen is maybe the best defender on this list. Yeah. But, but he doesn't really have a lot a zero, so. more to his game than that. Lonzo 24. See, this is, I think this is unfair. If you look at the season Lonzo's having, especially recently, he's been on fire. I think you could probably bump him up, you know, into like the mid to high teens, but he's not LaMelo. So he's, he's, he's old news, bro. He's, he's, yeah. For me, he's a hand-me-down. He's a bit of an enigma at 25. Well, because he plays no defense, but his offensive stats are great, and he's on the terrible he team. At least 20, he's one of three under 25 players to average 24 and 4 on 50% shooting from 2 and 35 from 3. It's Doncic, Booker, and Colin Sexton. The thing is, nobody knows his real position, number one, which is kind of a... Is he going to kind of fall into that, like, Trey Young kind of... He's a point guard... But not really. But he can't really defend anything. I think this is fair, honestly. Because yeah, another I, one of those like he's a one-dimensional player. Yeah. The twenty to twenty-five. It's like these are guys who are they're not projecting to be superstars. They're projecting to be like pretty good players, like borderline all-star level dudes. I mean, some of this stuff though, like Demata Sabonis at eighteen when he's a multiple-time all-star, right? To have. Brandon Ingram above Jalen Brown and Jamal Murray to have LaMelo Ball over Tatum and Donovan Mitchell is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, let me let me just read off to you a couple players that are 25 or younger uh, that that aren't on this list. Just Maybe could be. Just, just we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out in a second, but I'm just going to read off some names. Kristaps Porzingis. Kendrick Nunn. He would be, but he Carl Anthony. We'll talk about it in a sec. Kendrick Nunn. Carl Anthony Towns is twenty-five right now. D'Angelo Russell. Christian Wood. Aaron Gordon. Deontay Murray. Mitchell Robinson. Aaron R.J. Aaron Barrett Gordon is still twenty-five or younger. That's what the NBA page says. Wow. Okay. Aaron Gordon like is twenty-five right now. Oh, it feels like he's been in the league forever. Uh, R.J. Barrett, Larry Markinen. Uh, see Tyler Harrow, Kobe White. Those people are not on the list. Now I want to address. We got Macal Bridges on this list over all those dudes. Here's the thing, right? This is this is what I hate. The 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 quick. It is really truly a recency bias thing. Because, and if I'm not mistaken, ESPN, ESPN all through, uh, you know, before the college basketball season, during the college basketball season, even leading up to the draft, RJ Barrett was pretty, pretty widely accepted as, yeah, he's the, he's the best player you can get in this draft, even despite Zion. Now it kind of faded towards the end, closer to the draft, once the Zion, like, hype train really picked up. RJ RJ Barrett was the guy that everybody wanted that ESPN was salivating over 
right? Yeah. And then now, in R.J. Barrett's... Obviously, he's only played, what, this is his second season? So, yeah. it's his best season out of the two. He's improved immensely. And he's also, like, leading this Knicks team, like, on a good se- like on a solid season. He's playing really well, and he's improved a ton. And he's nowhere to be found on this list is just... Yeah, it's just I mean, also, so irritating to me. For me, it's like Christian Wood. Look, even I Christian know he's on a terrible Wood, yeah, team, but do do, like, do you look at this guy's stats? Do you watch the games? Christian Wood should be on this list. The fact that Christian Wood isn't on this—that's actually the biggest omission. Frankly, D'Angelo Russell guy. even not being on this list is wild to me. Yeah, Carl okay, Anthony Towns. Cards, as much as we we do you put over him? As much as we like get on Dean Cat yeah, uh, time all-star like come on as much as we talk about Carl Anthony Towns having empty stats there's still stats I mean, at the end of the day well, like he's also, still better than guys in this list who are empty stat guys I know I mean, but I'm sorry if you're gonna tell me John guy. Collins is better than Carl exactly. Anthony Towns no no way no way as much as I bang on Cat there's no way that John Collins McCall Bridges again no way he should be on this list no, 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 no. even like honestly like Jared Allen's not better than Cat. Jared Allen's not better oh, than yeah. Christian Wood. No way. Because because no Jared Allen's all defense. Carl Anthony Towns is all offense. But I'd say Carl Anthony Towns' offensive stats are more meaningful yeah, than Jared Allen's exactly. like two blocks no. a game. You know, no, no, it's no, no. you and you can't like obviously Kristaps. He's not healthy. I yeah no I I'm just I I there are all arguments. But I mean, Cat is a multiple time All Star. Even even Kuzma. I mean, Kat. Kuzma's not on this list. I wouldn't put him on this list. But I'm just saying. He's also 25 yeah. and under. I mean, Hero, again, Kendrick Nunn, both those guys are probably better than Mikel Bridges, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, uh... I mean, those guys, like, those guys were playing minutes for... And you know what the hilarious the thing is? If you, look at the bo- if, you, if you look at the bottom of this uh, list, they give you the three, the three writers that, that made this list, and they give their 25 yeah, in order. Right? So, Bobby Mark's list isn't... I think his is probably the best, like the um, least egregious, but Bobby Marks does have a couple of just ridiculous. I mean, he has some ridiculous takes, but he also like doesn't Jaylen have LaMelo Ball fourth or yeah, third, like Mike Schmitz and, uh, and Kevin Pelton. I, I mean, this, this list is just like, it, there's the, it reeks of recency bias, which is the most irritating thing. Yeah. No one can look from, like, a bird's eye view anymore. Everything has to be like, oh, my God, this guy had 30 points last so, night. So He's the best player in the NBA. Everything is such a knee-jerk reaction, and yeah. it's they so irritating. They Cat, D'Angelo, Russell, Levine, and Porzingis because of eight. Levine's 26, so. Jaron Jackson Jr. is not good. on this list. Jonathan Isaac's not on this list. I mean. Yeah. I mean, again, for me, I'm always going to prioritize... Like, if we're just talking top five, if it was up to me, I mean, first of all, I don't even think Luka should be in this list because Luka's in his own tier and Luka doesn't deserve to be mentioned with other young players. But, okay, if we have to put him here, it's going to be Luka one, probably two. Two would probably be either Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum. Three which would be whichever one of those two it's not. And then four would probably be Zion. And LaMelo would probably be like seven or eight if it was up to me because i don't think like i don't think lamello is better than devin booker you could sway me about ben simmons just because ben simmons has such a hole in his game 
right? You could sway me about Ben Simmons. You could sway me about De'Aaron Fox. You could not sway me about Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, though. I mean, Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell are the best players on teams that have made the playoffs multiple years in a row, right? Those are multiple-time All-Stars. Those are guys who will challenge for all NBA teams this year. You cannot sway me that some rookie, okay? If it was like, if you were talking like Luka's rookie season, we could have an argument because Luka as a rookie was already one of the 15 best players in the NBA, regardless of any age. But yeah, if it was up to me, I'd probably go Luka, Tatum, Mitchell, Zion, then probably Devin Booker after that, then LaMelo, then De'Aaron Fox, then Ben Simmons, and then the rest of this list falls. The other thing that irritates me with this list, right, again, it's their so-called basing this is off of top 25, under 25, ranking their future potential. What is what is that? Is that championships one? Is that, uh, like, MVPs one? Is that... Like, do they help their statistics team win, because because in all three of those I again in all three of those I don't think some of these guys still should be here. Well, I yeah, hate the future potential because it's based off of nothing. It's based yeah. off of nothing, and it's all well again knee jerk reaction I, I think stuff. Future potential to put up stats is very different than future potential to get wins, right? Because like I do think like for example we bang on Mikal Bridges, but Mikal Bridges is the kind of player who gets you wins in the future because, again, 3 and D guy. Yada, and the yada, thing yada, is, yada. like, I'm not even saying McCall Bridge is a bad player. No, he's he, not. He but does he's not, not belong on this list, list because no. he is not right. – there's one thing in common with most of these guys. They are a cornerstone of the franchise in that, like, they are the one or two guy on their team. McCall Bridge is, like, yeah. four on his team. Yeah. Very good at his job, right? But he is also definitely a role player on that team. Yeah. That's why I understand not putting guys like Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero on this team. Because no, I agree. I wouldn't put them on there guys. either, but I'm just, yeah, I was just throwing it out there as like, yeah, these are other no, players. I agree. I agree. I mean, I don't, do either of us see McCall Bridges like ever making an all-star game? No. No. Right. And I, 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 that's, I mean, do either of us see Jared Allen ever making an all-star game? Debatable. Unless he really becomes like Gobert level of defender. Right. But I would say his chances are probably higher than McCall. Do either of us see John Collins making an all-star game? No. I don't see John Collins ever making an all-star game. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't. Don't we saw this on Twitter. and We were like, we instantly have to just get on the air. I mean, even Stephen A on, on first take was like... Yeah, who's known for being like the bad take machine. And he was like, yeah, this is dumb. I respect that. Even if it's your yeah. employee, you need to call out just nonsense. Yeah, you need to call it nonsense. Across. Uh, what else has happened in the NBA? Uh, speaking of players under 25, Aaron Gordon's been on a heater with the Nuggets. They're 6-0 yeah. since getting him. And uh, through his first five games, he had a plus-minus of plus 60. He rocks the mellow braids, and all of a sudden, you know. I saw a stat yeah. that uh, in his time in Orlando, he averaged 64 touches per game on 3.4 dribbles per game. And he got .9 points per chance. Versus in, obviously, a much smaller sample size in Denver. 32 touches per game, 1.2 dribbles, 1.2 points per chance. So he's dribbling less on less touches, but he's also scoring more on those on those just touches. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. Like, in Orlando, he was kind of one of their 
guys he needed to Too high usage rate dude yeah well yeah and he was like put the ball on the floor and dribble because they didn't really have like a go-to guard and like vukovic yeah. vucevic isn't you know he's not like a, a Jokic where he's just gonna be you know no. he's not point center he's like a low post like guy yeah. but now on denver i mean he's he's the third guy right you got Jokic and you got jamal murray in front of him you could, and you could even argue like guy. Will Barton yeah. and MPJ are ahead of him too. Yeah. So all he has to do is just sit on the wing and take shots. I mean, the ball moves way him, more honestly, in Denver than it does defense, in Orlando. Which he's such an athlete that it helps him on defense too because I think the coaches are telling him like, hey, like you're such an athlete, you don't have to worry about you know trying to get points every single possession. Like we'll get you involved. Well, also like we do don't well need you to score just thirty. Defense. Just like sit on the yeah. wing and and you know. Hit your shots when Playoff it comes cuts to and, again. And, the yeah, ball exactly. moves way more in Denver than it does in a place like Orlando because of a guy like Jokic, right? And just the personnel that Denver has. Yeah. Whereas Orlando, it's just like I really Vuce- like this Denver was, team. Man. It was Vucevic and Aaron Denver Gordon, team. and that's about it. Honestly, like I might be, I might be just like way off base here, but like in the in the playoffs, man, I like Denver. I well, really especially do. with like I think... the Clippers are they still the Clippers still seem like. Not, I just don't feel confident. No matter how many games they win, I can't feel confident. I don't feel confident in them, right? Like they, they just, they always seem to leave you hanging a little bit. Beyond those two guys, like what do they got that really terrifies you? I think they're worse this year than they were last year, and I think the other teams in the West are way better. And the thing is, the Lakers look terrible, and LeBron and AD aren't coming back for a couple more weeks at the least. And even when they have those guys healthy, you really never know what the supporting cast of the and Lakers I, I if they're going to show I up. I like or Denver not. more than Utah, just because I think Jokic is better than everybody. Well, and we Utah. also agree that Utah might be a regular season team, right? Like yeah. they, you know, went scorched earth in the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, Denver has two guys who can go out and get you thirty-five if you need it. They have well, Jokic the thing who is, can get you thirty-five and Jamal Murray who can get you thirty-five. And the other thing is, after the last the playoff run last year that the Nuggets have, like I, I expect them to just be be better. Like, yeah. Honestly. And I think their team is better personnel wise. I, also now think, I don't know, but the guys on that team, like they seem like guys who they're like, nah, we here to win. Like we not satisfied with being number three in the West and going out in the second round. Like, mm-hmm. uh, another big free agent move that happened, I guess like oh, yeah, two Vukovic. weeks ago now, but Vucevic to the Bulbs. We thought it was a great move. And I still think I still it will think be a good a move, move, but yeah. they've lost five of eight since getting him. The weird thing is his statistics are essentially identical. So it's not like he's playing badly. I just think, you know, they don't really have much defense because Vucevic is not a great defender uh, by any stretch of, uh, of the imagination. But, I mean... It does help when Zach Levine goes off for 50 points. That usually ends well, although they did lose that game last night, which is amazing. Um, I just think the Bulls are still not quite there. I think it's a good piece, but I still think they need need they need one more significant addition. But I think their trajectory addition. is going to just take off. Like, I don't oh, think I mean, their team, like I think, is set up Their team is just going to hit a, a bump and just go skyrocketing. Because, again, they're one piece away, whether that's, you know, a high draft one pick. Guy, or a guy developing. A high draft pick. Or a free agent signing. You know what's funny is like the type of player they need right now is like Jimmy Butler. Because <laughs> they need like a defensive minded forward, right? That that can, can still, still go get, get a shot. Because yeah. they have uh, Levine, who's one of the best scorers in the league. They have and Kobe Vukovic White, who can great get young, hella buckets. Great young point guard who can get his own shot, can score 
at will. You got Vucevic, great offensive forward, not the best defender. That's fine. Um, they need one guy. Who and then you've got honestly. How do you feel about Siakam, dude? I mean, he's he might a not great be awful. Defender. He's not again. He's not the best defender, so I don't. I don't know if that really solves I mean, that much. He's pretty switchable, though. I mean, yeah, you can, like fake five when you need to hide Vukovic on somebody. Get get him. Get him, Jeremy Grant. Honestly, honestly. Hey, speaking of those two guys, that brings us into the into the next point I want to bring <laughs> great up. Segue. Let's play, great let's play segue. Great segue. Let's play a little game. So we've okay. all heard of keeper trade. Um. So I looked through all of the teams that are tenth or worst in their respective conference. So just the basement dweller teams of the NBA. Um. And I, I took out the teams that already traded their good player or on in, are in such an obvious tank that George Patton would be ashamed. And then I said, okay, the remaining teams that have elite players of a certain age that it's clear that that player's window is not going to be the same as the team's window. Are we keeping them or are we trading them? So okay. let's go through yeah. Jeremy Grant. I think we both agree trade. Yes. Yeah. The Pistons have no they're immediate so future. I mean, they have terrible. no immediate future. Jeremy Grant is not going to be part of their long-term plans. I think it's no. smart, especially and now this year, the season he's having. Yeah. His value will never be higher. Yes. Yeah. You capitalize on it now. And I think he's actually going to be good. He's he's a good player. On We've good seen teams. him be a good player on competitive on teams. On, on yeah. teams that are in it in the past, right? We saw him with the Nuggets just last year, right? He is a good player for contending teams. Like there's, yeah. you you can't tell me a oh, team a that is piece. in the hunt. Elite would not wing want defender, very him. switchable, can play multiple positions, and can shoot shoot the three. Like what do you want? Athletic, yeah. Um, good locker room guy. Okay. I didn't include Westbrook because nobody wants that contract without multiple first-round picks. Uh, Bradley Beal, trade. I mean, yeah, because again, the the Wizards don't. I know really he have... wants to stay in Washington, but the, again, we've we've talked about this at nauseum. But this isn't working. The well, it's also like, listen, Beal's window is not in line with the Wizards' window because the Wizards are still like half rebuilding, half I'm trying to make a playoffs. Uh, Danny Avija, like... but even their their good rookies. Are years away. Yeah, I, I just—he's not in their window. He's not going to win anything. They're going to be a fringe playoff team at best with him there. You might as well get again. His value is at the highest it's going to be because he's in his prime right now. Trade him, right? Like it, it would just make sense. Commit to the like, rebuild. That's the problem well, with the Wizards. Their like fake rebuild is hurting their young players. And it's and it's hurting Bradley Beal's leg, yeah. obviously, because yeah, not they're not the winning. The usage anything. rates of Avija. And Hachimura, I mean, they're getting minutes, but they're literally getting minutes Tony Snell style running around the court doing nothing because Westbrook and Beal are taking all the shots. Mm -hmm. And that's not good for the Wizards, and that's not good for those two young players who we are both very high on. Carl mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Towns. Uh, obviously trade because... Really? I say keep. I say keep. Well, let me rephrase that. If, if... Anthony Edwards is legit, right? And he seems like he's going to be a very good player yes. based on this season. And if D'Angelo Russell, he just came back, if he can stay healthy and play the way he was playing when he was and on the Nets, another number one or then next I year. think you keep him, you get another high draft pick, and you give it one more shot oh, with yeah. like yeah. those three and a high draft so pick. Can we right? make the playoffs, basically? Right. Because, because again, we talk about that personnel is so much better than that team's record. Well, they made the playoffs one year, right? When it was still like the, Liz the Zach Levine um, and Cat team. They made the playoffs one season, I remember. But 
you give it one more go around. But if it yes. doesn't work after that, you then trade. you got to blow it up completely. You got <clears> to you got to you got to full point. blow it up. Yeah, because the the, um, the Timberwolves have done this like you know one foot in one foot out thing because they've kept Cat through all this right. They had the Jimmy Butler team that didn't work. They kept Cat. They kind of blew half of it up. Then they they got rid of Zach Levine. Yeah, it it it's been messy, but. I, I, I see what you mean. I guess I wouldn't trade him. Give it one more chance. <clears throat> Christian Wood. Keep him. Trade him. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's so young. Do you really think that they can get to the point of being competitive? I know they have a ton of draft picks, but do you really think that they can get to the point of being competitive before he's like 28 and he's like, bro, I'm out of here? Like, how fast? Like, I know they have... Because some of their draft picks are in like, what, 2025, 26, 27? Like that's years down the road. I mean, he's older than he's older than a lot of people think. He's twenty five. Yeah. That actually was the re- if he was like twenty two, I'd say keep. But because he's twenty five, I'm like he's gonna want out. I mean, he's gonna. I mean, like, dude, I'm out. He'll probably get traded. I don't know. That one's that one's harder to predict just because the draft picks are so far away, and like you could do things in the meantime that might switch it up. This next one is extremely obvious for me, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> I mean, get him on the first plane out of there. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the teams... I, I would take him and Siakam trade. And Siakam both. I mean, the Raptors suck. <coughs> Neither of them Again. is good enough to be a cornerstone of that team. We've seen that this year. Well, like, t- Toronto out. clearly, right, after Kawhi leaves, they were competitive... Took a huge step back. Competitive the year after. But now, this year, they've taken a huge step back. You, it's it's The writing is on the wall. I think it's very clear when, when teams have their their championship windows end right and this is that moment and i and, think and you they need shouldn't to be upset about that i mean you got a championship a champion there isn't a fan base i mean i'll ask my dear friend the knicks fan sitting across from me would you trade eight years of being terrible for a championship of course like of course you would uh-huh i'm a boston fan i would trade in a heartbeat the next seven to eight seasons of being terrible if we could get another title in the current nba where there's like few dynasties that dominate. If you can sneak in a title on like an off team for a year, like who cares about being mediocre? Like give me a title and okay, I'll suck for six years. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Well, and, and this is the thing. It's like you don't want to. You don't want to have them be stick lukewarm. around too long and then it cripple your franchise an extra, you know, four or five seasons, and then you have to do the rebuild later on, and it's even you know more difficult no trade them now while they have value and you're not gonna get free agents there like no i'm sorry nothing we all love drake listen we know people love drake but that's that's the only draw well i do think it's a decent place to live but i don't think from a basketball standpoint i don't think top tier free agents look at kyle lowry and pascal siakam and be like yeah i can win multiple championships there in a row Mm. i mean look at Kawhi. Kawhi had the chance to re-sign there for more money and even he was like Nah, that was probably a one-off, like, I'm out. I do think Kawhi right? is a special case because Kawhi does seem, like, pretty stubborn. And yeah. I also think he just... And he's like, I wanted to play He LA, just wants like, what he wants. Yeah. Um, this next one, I mean, free my guy. Kevin yeah, Love. Kevin Love still can be a helpful player on a contender. On a team. And that team, I mean, he's not going to do anything with the Cavs. He does have to stay healthy. That's his biggest issue, and that's kind of been his biggest issue all his I mean, whole he's career shown that he's willing to take a back seat to win right yeah and i also think he's like another one of those guys that he doesn't really have an ego and he doesn't no, he's very take of, he doesn't take offense to like being the third or fourth guy or taking a back seat or even you know taking a pay cut in certain scenarios like i think he'd be more than happy 
to Listen, you give him to my boss to be a role player. I think so he, I think he'd be more than happy to be a role player at this point. I think he'd just oh, take yeah. anything to be off the Cavs. To be quite frank, Listen, he already has his personal legacy solidified by those T Wolf years. I mean, the dude's elite. There's no doubt that the dude's elite. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Anybody who argues that is an idiot, right? We've established that. So now it's like, hey, like let's have some fun. Go to a nice city. Like win another ring or two. Like on the back end of my career. Like enjoy myself. Not like hate my life in Cleveland with a bunch of kids. Yeah, I mean, um, he's almost old enough to be some of these kids' dad. Like he's not trying to deal well, with that. I wouldn't say that. I mean, okay, Kevin Love's like thirty-four. Like, okay, close enough. Young father. Very young. <laughs> Very young father. Excuse me, Kevin Love's uh, thirty-two. Okay, <laughs> so sorry, so not quite. Maybe a little <laughs> Scratch bit. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Point made. Either way. Um, lastly, John Wall. This is a toughie because I don't think anybody wants him. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think you ha- you would have to trade him, but nobody's going to want to take that contract. Nobody wants him. Or the player. So I, think, I, I think they just ride it out, honestly. I, I think, think they, they will. I really out. do. And then he'll like, sign the league minimum sucks. somewhere. Yeah, like the salary sucks, but like you don't want to give up your draft picks if you're Houston. Because you and really you have don't to get that much your, in return. You'd have to give your draft picks up to get rid of him. Yeah, that's... Uh, He's another one of those, like, Westbrook, like, I don't think anybody wants that contract. Anybody wants... Like, nobody's like, nobody's looking at that, like, yelling you, John Wall. No way. Yeah. Um, next is the saddest story. Uh, Big Sag, poor Steph Curry, no help. I mean, uh, the Warriors team is uh, is going down a dark path because their personnel is just not very good. Besides Curry, uh, Draymond. Draymond's taken a lot of steps back. Well, because guess what? He doesn't have he doesn't have the chance to hide behind Clay and KD's. You know. Hot take here. Big Draymond Green fan, Liam Archer. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, listen, listen, he was able to do nothing for years because he had Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant, even Andre Iguodala to pass the ball to, right? So he got a lot of assists that way, right? He's getting rebounds because there there's so many other people for the for you know teams to focus on. And he didn't have to score because he had th- three other, you know, all league players. And guess what? Now he's the second. He's not the second best player on that team, but he's the, you know, he's the quote unquote second guy on that team because after Steph Curry, you know, it's a bunch of rookies and like league minimum guys. And I mean, guess what? Draymond Green, not that great. (laughs) He's good when there are other good players on the team. But what does that mean when there are no good players on the team? He's not very good. So that's all I have to say on the matter. Um, Anyway, um, NBA, we're getting we're inching closer to the playoffs, so that we have we have that to look forward to. Anyway, uh, I think that will just about do it yeah, for, that is the show this for this episode. Now. Anyway, see you.